Hello everyone, welcome to episode 1010 of Cold Wave Soundcheck. I'm Aaron Pollock. Cold Waves 10 is the biggest show yet, taking place September 22nd through the 25th at Metro, Smart Bar, Riviera Theatre, and La Nocturne. Cold Waves is a celebration of Chicago's relationship with industrial music, the memory of a fallen brother, and a fundraiser for Darkest Before Dawn, a nonprofit providing resources and support for workers in the nightlife industry. For more information, including the full lineup and ticket links, head to coldwaves.net. This week, we are chatting with Sunday Riviera performer Mikkel Jacobson. This is The Foreign Resort.
we're back in 2006 where we started playing together. Yeah, it was kind of an indie sound back then with the first album. It didn't really become interesting until 2011 when we released the, a self-titled EP called The Foreign Resort, where we had songs like Orange Glow and, and Torch It, which had kind of this shoegazy new wave sound. So pretty like ambient, but, but noisy guitars and so combined with electronic beats and, 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 and drumming. We had the idea to play shoegaze in the beginning, actually. I'm, 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 and I'm still a great uh, shoegaze fan. But it turned out there was simply too much energy in the band, in, in the expression to, to be shoegazy. So we had a couple of albums, which is kind of like, a, uh, you know, the, I think the shoegazers actually called us uh, like traitors because, or, 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 or just not true in, in that sense. So, so it, it was not until like when, like 2012, when we started playing in Germany, that we uh, realized that our fans or the people who, who showed up at our shows, they were all wearing black nail polish and eyeliner. And we were like, what is this? What, what's actually going on here? And then, you, you know, we, we, we realized we had a potential there. So I started listening more to, to, to that kind of music or actually just tracing back to what I'd been listening to in my, in my childhood in the 80s, you know, the, the Cure, New Order, uh, bands like that. And so we followed that sound for, for a bit with the, with the album New Frontiers, which came out in, when was this, 2013 or 14. Uh, we, we also, um, our bass player then, he, he recommended that we team up with John Fryer. He had pr produced some pretty big bands back then, like uh, Nine Inch Nails and PJ Harvey. So he, he produced uh, New Frontiers and gave it this rough, old but new wavy sound, post-punkish sound. And also the songs were not probably the, the most post-punkish that, that we had uh, been, been playing so far at that point. And, and that was kind of the, the, the what do you call that, the, the, the small breakthrough into the scene at, at that point. I feel like th this year, even more so than any other year, Cold Waves has a super diverse lineup as far as where all the artists are hailing from. And I believe you're the first Danes that are performing. When you play shows, you're playing all over Europe as if you're, you know, a U.S. band that's playing all the different states in the country. So um, tell me a little bit about how being a, a, a band from there, what, what you need to do to, to get your music out. Actually, it, it is because of the bad states, uh, the, the, the whole dark scene in Denmark is in that we're playing all over the place. You could say that the Danish music scene kind of pushed us out and forced us to to go abroad, which which meant that that we back in like about ten years ago started discovering the the German scene, which is like the scene for for bands in our genre in in Europe. I think probably in the world. You know, you're saying we're playing all over Europe. We're actually not playing all over Europe. We still haven't been to Spain or Portugal. We played a little bit in France. And we played quite a lot in Italy, which has a scene as well, uh, a, a growing scene. Um, it's been up and down, right? Uh, but like lately, we've been expanding into uh, Hungary. We played Budapest uh, last month, and we played our first shows in Poland also last month, and really had a good uh, reception there. Which was, you know, we it was, you know, Poland is a huge country. I never realized it was so big. Like it's 
I haven't seen it on a map, but I'm thinking like it's Texas or something like that, or, or probably even bigger. You know, you think like Warsaw, it's just, you know, you drive to Germany and then you go left and then there's Poland, but it's like, it's massive. So everyone's talking about US being a, a big country to tour, but Europe is really big too. Like if from Copenhagen to Naples is, what is it? It's 22 hours. So, and we, we did that drive, <laughs> which was a, a mistake, you could say, but it was a good show. But <laughs> the trick is actually book a show in Germany on uh, maybe a, a Thursday or, or better, a Friday. You know, maybe Northern Germany, you have Hamburg, you have Hanover, which is like, what is it, five, five hours from Copenhagen. And once you're down there, everything gets a lot closer. You know, Denmark is kind of like, it's, it's Scandinavia is on top of everything. So, once you're inside Germany, it's you know you're, you're you're a little closer. You still have some some pretty far drives, but you you won't have those you know 15, 16 hour drives. I mean, you mentioned you you didn't play a, a few places. Are there any places that you're really itching to play that you haven't been able to yet? Actually, Spain. <laughs> I, I really want to play Spain, and, and there's also um, there's a a, um, a festival uh, in Portugal that takes place in. Um, in August, I really wanted to play that too. We actually got the invite back a couple of years ago, but they, we had to fly there and they couldn't pay us enough. So, you know, it's, it's, just, it's, it's a growing festival. So that's kind of on the, on the well, not bucket list, but the, the checklist for uh, 2023. Like I would really like to, you know, tour my way through Germany into France and then into Spain, into Portugal, and then back again, maybe through, you know, the same way. It seems like the nice things with some of these festivals is e even if something doesn't work out one year, if they're into you and they want you and they extend the invitation, you know, as long as they, they can keep putting it out, eventually, you know, the stars align, you can make it all work. We've had some uh, some invitations over time. This is, of course, uh, you know, the, the pre-COVID and during COVID and post-COVID time where we had some invitations from different places and we kind of said, like, we can't go now. And then once, you know, we were able to go, we reached out to them again and they were kind of like, they stopped responding and I have no idea why. So, so we had some, some balls being dropped here and there, and I don't know exactly what happened, but, uh, you know, so, so we're, we're still trying. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about your, your latest release that at least that I saw was out remixed. It features remixes from, you know, fellow cold waves, Axe, Boot Blacks and Hap Axe and New Canyons and, others uh tell me about that was, was this something to sort of tide you over during covid when you couldn't get out or was there always a plan to put out a remix album tell me a little bit about this one well th there was a bit of a plan to 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 put out a, a remix album but then and then eventually you know covid helped us uh, put that plan into into action the the thing is also well on another story we've been going through some changes uh, a new drummer and uh, and just COVID, you know, not having time to to make new music because of the situation, you know, working from home and and, and stuff like that. So it, it was actually a good a good occasion to to start reaching out to to different bands that that I I I basically sat down and thought this song would sound great if it got interpreted by by this band, <laughs> and then some sometimes that that res, the result came out came back like completely different from what I'd thought like the. Traders, Canadian Traders, they, they, they the band, they, um, I don't know if you know them, it's a duo out of uh, Toronto. Um, their remix was, 
not at all what I expected, but it's a pretty cool remix. And and Sean from from the band, he explained to me afterwards that he would actually, when doing a remix, he would try to do something completely different from what he would do as a songwriter. So I was like, okay, that's not at all what I had in mind, but interesting. So, well, yeah. So basically, it's 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 bands that we played with, bands that we met over time, um, that. I thought had an interesting, interesting sound. Also, um, New Canyons, who are also playing at, at Cold Waves this year. And I'm really bummed that we can't see them. They're playing Thursday and we're playing Sunday. And I, you know, they, it's one of the bands that actually made me cry when I saw them live. We played with them in Chicago some years ago at, at the Empty Bottle. And it's, they, I really love their sound. So they did a remix, which was also quite different from what they normally do. Uh, Andrew, who did the remix, he said... Oh, he said he was channeling Skinny Puppy, so it, it it was you know they New Canyons has more of a shoegazy new wave approach, which is not at all what Skinny Puppy has, you know. So so it's way more brutal than than I thought the outcome would be. But again, interesting, you know. I enjoy a, a good remix album, but I feel like very rarely do the remix songs end up in the live set. But I saw for at least "Send Your Heart to Riot," you're gonna try and do that remix version live. Any others? Well, we, we actually had the plan to do uh, Burn in the Night as well, because I thought uh, the Night remix, remix was uh, was really cool. They basically just changed the entire song, you know, the tone, everything. And I really liked it. It's more like, a, you know, if, if you're thinking of, of the first Ravenette songs, that's kind of the, the vibe that's in that song. And that's not at all what's in the original song. And I really liked that. But we, we had to make a choice between starting to write new material and, and, and practice, you know, rehearse new material and play the remix song live. So, yeah, we, we decided to, to go for new new material instead. So that was on the wish list, but but it's probably not happening. So we're we only so far we only have um, send your heart to the riot.
on your rabbit hole EP, you did a, a, a combination cover of send me an angel with sunglasses at night uh, slipped into the chorus. I think it's always fun when, when there's a mashup of songs. I remember uh, cold waves, iron lung corporation had killing jokes, eighties, and then they snuck come as you are in there. And I remember a while ago, a perfect circle had cures love song and they mixed it up with the Aussies uh, diary of a madman. I, I always think that's fun. Tell, tell me the story behind behind that track well we we actually have we have to go all the way back to seattle in 2015 we played a, a halloween show back in 2015 and for that show all the bands that were playing were asked to do a cover of uh you know a, a classic 80s track that had some some halloween vibe to it and i i don't know i i, I can't remember exactly what went through my head back then but you know i came up with this the you know covering uh, send me an angel and then actually it's it's not the chorus that is replaced it's it's the what do you call it the bridge where there's this uh, shredder solo in in the original uh, send me an angel song and i was thinking like who can play this solo i'm not sure anyone in this band can it turned out our guitarist actually can but we decided to, to do something else and i was like well maybe we can fit in sunglasses at night and then just make some fun out of it so it's it's basically just to avoid playing a, a shredder solo. <laughs> so let's talk about what's coming up for you. You are in Germany this weekend, and you're playing with uh, Empathy Test finally after many years of trying to to play with them. Um, and I and I I see you've you know since the COVID restrictions have lifted and you've been able to get back on the road again, you've been ramping up your live performances. So tell me about how good it is to get back out, out on the road again. It, it is it is absolutely crazy. It's it's great. It's so great. I, I have this thing. It, it, it's kind of in the band name, the foreign resort. It's something foreign. You go out there. Uh, yeah, I, I, I love traveling. I love meeting new people. And, and if I sit at home for, for too long, I get like I don't know. I, I get anxious. <laughs> I have to get out. So for me, it's kind of like opening the borders and, and, and getting the opportunity to get out there. It's just been, I don't know, freedom coming back, you could say. So I'm just, yeah, we're, we're just enjoying it. R right now, there's another aspect of the whole thing. We have a new drummer. He's played like uh, five shows with us so far. Obviously, we've been rehearsing like crazy, like since, I don't know, since last year. But But really, the live shows are what makes a band play well together so we're kind of still you know practicing that and, and so there's a, there's that whole thing getting on the road with him Alyosha is his name by the way just to introduce him to to new people and and so that's that's kind of it's it's great just to be out there being the you know the three of us in in, in a car we don't tour in a van over here like it's it's a it's a station wagon and then it's just us driving everywhere and i really i really like that so it's I don't know. It makes me relax, <laughs> and it, it's like excitement that makes me relax. So I'm I'm a lot more chill these days. And then this fall, you're going to be co-headlining with uh, Hapax and head around the U.S. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, it's actually it was it was the idea of um, of Kami from uh, Spectral Music, uh, which is actually the first time we have a booking agent booking a, a U.S. or North American tour for us which has been really great. But she, she came up with the idea. She said, like, how about you guys team up and, and do a co-headlining tour? You could, you could make something good out of it. I, I was a bit skeptical at first because I was like, nah, will we bring enough people? You know, how, how big are we exactly in the States? How big are Hapax? 
and and but she she convinced me and and so far you know that's based on on the venues and and um, the response it looks uh, you know the response online it, it looks it looks pretty good uh, we we played a few shows with Hapax at festivals in Europe and they, they were actually also the ones who invited us to Naples when we played the show there so they were kind of the the, the promoter for for that show so we 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 spent you know spent some time with them here and there so it's it's going to be exciting just to be on the road like a co-headlining it's we've done like a a tour like that with the night from from Texas before so it's it's not the first time we uh, we go on the road with a I guess a double headliner are you seeing any new cities they haven't been to yet uh, yes we are seeing uh Missoula Montana <laughs> it it it's uh, it was kind of like uh, we, we had a uh, Boise Idaho on our on our minds but it turns out a, a, a huge new wave band are playing the same night as we wanted to play I can't remember who it was but it was like we're gonna lose that one you know we're, we're you know everyone's gonna go to the other place and we're gonna play for I don't know maybe one or two people so so we're gonna go somewhere else so we're trying uh, Montana for once I'm in the Northeast, so I always laughed when a band is touring and they'll be up in Boston and then they'll drive south to Washington, D.C. and then they'll drive back up north to New York and then they'll drive back down south to Baltimore and back up. And it's like if, if you were able to do this in a straight line, you could have saved yourself so many hours of back and forth. But seriously, that that is that is the reality of, of booking a, a tour because we've had that sometimes too. People saying like, why are you going, why are you routing your tour like that? And I'm saying like, well, we wanted that city on a Thursday, that city on a Friday and the next one on a Saturday, but it was not possible. So now we're doing this, uh, what what a, a friend of ours, an old friend, he, he called the Star of David tour. And you can <laughs> like, don't do it. But sometimes, you know, if you want to, if you want to do the tour, that's, that's the way you're going to do it. This time, fortunately, if you look at our routing, it's, it's very good. So none of that. <laughs> So besides lots of touring, what else is coming up for you over the next few months? Do, do you have any new music that you're working on? Actually, yes. Well, now that we, um, we, we, we got ourselves a new drummer, we had to you know, rehearse the new songs with him. But uh, apart from that, I have, like, I have eight demos uh, here at, at home that we're starting to uh, introduce. Like, uh, so hopefully we we will have new material that we can record sometime later this year we actually we have to stop touring that's that's what our drummer told me he was like Mikkel, you have to stop touring if you want to record you know write and record an album that's that's what bands do and i'm like oh yeah yeah but i'm i'm so addicted to touring that i'm like ah i can never say no if we get something offered but i i think i have to now i have to you know take some time off go to the studio and then get something recorded so yeah, hopefully like eight, eight, eight to ten new songs being written and recorded over the next six to eight months or so. Mikkel, that was all I had for you. Um, was there anything that I missed that you wanted to mention or promote or talk about? Actually, yes. There's there's one thing, and it's regarding the the Cold Waves show. Basically, we're we're sharing a slot with uh, with Hapax, which means that we're we're opening the night with Hapax, playing two. 20 minute sets with a five minute changeover between the two bands so you know originally this was one slot for one band 45 minutes but now we're sharing that so we'll play 20 minutes <laughs> it'll be super quick but we'll play the best we have probably like four songs 
and then just you know all in full speed and then yeah maximum maximum adrenaline and then just go yeah short set but i mean what what a night that's going to be true true it'll, it'll be good i'm really looking forward to it i'm i'm just bummed we can't you know come early and be there the other nights but that's that's also the price of a tour and like we'll, we'll be playing boston you know montreal toronto while the festival is taking place
On this episode, you heard Hearts Fade Out, Obsessing, and She Is Lost. The Foreign Resort can be found at theforeignresort.bandcamp.com. Our opening music is Euthanasia by Acumen Nation. Our closing music is Messiah by Splinter Group. Subscribe to the show on Spotify, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app. Join us next week as we chat with Leathers. Our closing segment each week is dedicated to the inspiration for Cold Waves, Jamie Duffy. Earlier this season, we spoke with Steve Christie, who shared a few memories. He also wrote a song with his band Deadliner in honor of Jamie. From the album Behavioral Modification, this is Jamie.